The Wildman of Orford 1167, The Wildman of Orford is like many other wildman characters of folklore. He stayed away from people, he was described as being big and heavy and very hairy. He had a human face but no speech he could only make grunts or cries. Where the wild man of Orford is different, is that he came from the sea and was caught in a fisherman's net. He was brought to land and he was imprisoned in Bartholomew de Granville's recently built castle where he happily accepted raw food which he would squeeze the juice from before devouring, fish was his favorite meal and he preferred to drink the liquid he drained from the fish than water from a cup. Determined to hear his story, the poor wildman was brutally tortured, his silence presumed to be an obstinate refusal to divulge his secrets. Realizing that torture was bearing no fruit, the wildman was eventually allowed to exercise in the sea, held in a particular area by three rows of strong nets which were placed across the harbour. With ease, the wildman dived beneath the nets and appeared in the sea beyond them but then, to everyone's surprise, he returned and allowed himself to be taken back to the castle. As time went on, the guards grew less vigilant and on one of the occasions that he dove under the nets and out to sea, he did not turn back. Would it surprise you to know that even in modern times there are reports of hairy wild men made from time to time? Often described as cavemen like these mysterious figures don't really have a well-established name that is well known. They are neither modern man or ape. I have heard them described as troglodytes cavemen and even Neanderthals in the past. The witnesses describe a hair-covered figure that looks like a possible explanation for the missing link. I have taken the reports from Canada, America, Sweden, Finland, Portugal, UK and Russia. I suppose what they are is something we just don't know. Are they the result of a time slip perhaps? Or the ghosts of early hominids? Or is there the possibility of wild humans, feral tribes that have gone undiscovered for centuries? It wasn't too long ago that reports of troglodytes surviving in the earth underneath London City were made. The UK does have a huge subterranean world with thousands of miles of tunnels and natural cave systems below our homes and cities. Let's look at some modern-day reports of wild hairy cavemen. I almost hit it with a bike, Fort Perro figure 1983, witness Mr. A. Ross, I had a sighting and experience over 30 years ago as a young boy in Yorkshire that I have never been able to explain, the encounter has stayed with me. I have not told many people over the years and I have only shared it with a trusted few but on seeing the accounts from others that you share, I feel able finally to share what happened to me also. I found the American sites years ago trying to match what I had seen all those years ago and what I saw was so like the American Bigfoot reports, that I've been trying to find other UK witnesses ever since. Even as far back as the early 80s I was looking anywhere I could think of trying to match another encounter similar or the same as my own. On finding you I realized I was not the only one who had seen it. When I saw the map of sightings I knew I had to contact you to share the details. Back in 1983 I lived in a rural area just outside Bedale called Fort Puro. The area is pretty rural and is sandwiched between two national parks and also has ample nature reserves and country parks with small country lanes, bike paths, many woods and fields. The River Swale, the Ewer and the Ooze are close by. It was a good place to grow up as a child. One year I was around 15 years old and I was riding my bicycle back home from the school disco I had just been to. This was at night and with no lights on my bike or the path I was taking it was a little daunting to say the least. I was in a good mood but a little spooked due to the time of night and being alone out there. So I was singing away to myself to try to keep my spirits up as it was pretty dark and no one was around. I should say I was riding through the farmland track that leads into the forest. There was a path that made a shortcut through there. I was pedaling away trying to close the distance from here to home, singing away and thinking of nothing in particular when bomb. I almost hit someone who was standing in the road. I swerved at the last moment to avoid hitting them full on and I braked hard. 
Halting I looked back to see this huge person-shaped thing standing with its arms above its head and it started to growl slash howl slash screech at me. It was no person and it was large and holding its hands up in an angry gesture and making a horrible noise. I'm sorry to say I was terrified. I almost messed myself in fear of this thing. All I can remember is the size of this thing. It was much bigger than human size, it stands out as large and bulking to me. Now when I think back, the growl was horrible and so were its eyes. The eyes stood out the most to me and my attention was fixed on them, the memory of them has stayed with me for over 30 years. Looking back all I recall was the initial shock of almost hitting someone in the dark, and then the realization as I drew to a halt and turned back it was no person. I recall the mass of it as being too large, it was huge, and I remember the whites of its eyes and the inhuman growl slash howl it made. It was a kind of guttural noise that it made at me. I rode off faster than before and got home as quickly as I could. I got the impression it was angry. As I say this was over 30 years ago now but it is still with me, and even though I now live in the town, dark and dangerous alleyways don't worry me, it's country lanes and the woods at night that still spook me. Ben McHughey another Wildman sighting, Tom Robertson, 68, was led to safety by mountain rescuers after a 10-hour ordeal on Ben McHughey in the Cairngorms. Tom and a pal had been hunting for the legendary big grey man of Ben McHughey, Mountain of the Black Pig in Gaelic. Tom insisted that he saw a 12 feet high yeti type creature attack the tent he was sleeping in near the 4,296 feet summit. He maintains he may have strong evidence of its existence, a series of photos showed two feet long footprints in gravel at their campsite. Mr. Robertson said, at about 1 a.m. after we climbed into our sleeping bags we heard the footsteps of something coming to the tent and heard mumbling noises outside. Moments later the side of the two-man tent, perched 4,000 feet up the peak, caved in. I looked up through the air vent in the roof and saw a large arm crashing down. The figure of what seemed like a yeti was standing over the tent, then all hell broke loose and it was trying to get on at us. I remember something landed on my foot. My toes are black, kind of bruised. I have never been so scared in all the 60 years I have been interested in such things. I don't know what it is but it wasn't human. I reckon it could be the grey man or something from outer space. The pair were soaking wet after heavy rain poured into the damaged tent overnight. At 4 a.m. they set off down the hill but almost two miles on Tom was too exhausted and fell ill halfway down. He was wrapped up in sleeping bags and left to rest. Pal Derek Blake, 32, battled on and raised the alarm three miles away at the Cairngorm Ski Center. A Wildman Eating, Lee Woods, Somerset, August 17, 2015, a Bristol resident says he witnessed an ape-like creature as it ate a piece of food with what he believes may have been improvised eating utensils. 58-year-old Harry, a retired man in Somerset said that he was walking through the Lee Woods Nature Reserve on August 17, 2015 when the strange event took place. I usually take my dog, but lately I have avoided taking her there because she has been getting very skittish for some unknown reason, as I was walking along I suddenly began hearing noises as if someone was snapping twigs and making squeaky sounds. I thought it may have been a deer off in the brush, so I went off the path to look. This is when I saw this strange ape creature it was sitting in the brambles, digging in the earth with a twig. It did this for about 5 minutes, then picked something up and began eating it. Harry believes this was a piece of raw meat. Then it took another twig and used it to pick pieces of meat from between its teeth. But Harry was also aware that the strange looking being appeared to be communicating with something. It kept looking left and was talking to something off in the trees, that I couldn't see, and I thought I heard movement from where it kept looking. When I say talk, it more grunted and squeaked, at one point it started doing something with the twigs, crossing them over on top of each other, like it was weaving something. All in all I watched this thing for 25 minutes. 
It was only when it stood up and walked off that I got up and also left. When it stood, it grabbed a large tree branch and snapped it off quite easily, and then leaned it against another tree. Then it walked off and I never saw it again. Harry says he was about 200 yards away and managed to discern the physical features of the creature. When it stood up I'd say it was about 6 feet tall. It was old looking and it had a grey skin. I could see that it had human features, but its face looked more ape-like with a broader nose and cheeks, and a jaw that jutted out and looked like it was curved. It looked like a prehistoric man from Land That Time Forgot, the old Doug McClure film. It was covered in grey hair, which had black streaks in it. Mostly grey though, said Harry, also adding that it also had what appeared to be small breasts but that it looked like a male because there was something in the crotch area. The man explains that even though he was confused about what he was witnessing, he is sure that it wasn't an animal. It wasn't a horse or dog or anything like this. It was like an ape-man. It was like a man living wild, like a Neanderthal or something similar. I have heard of Bigfoot, but it wasn't like one of those, like the giant wrestler type of thing. I searched for Bigfoot in the UK and came across your articles on these sightings so I thought I would share this with you. Harry claims he was not scared or worried because the creature seemed friendly, although, he adds, it didn't get a chance to see him. Quote from the Bristol Post, Lee Woods has had a reputation for being haunted for some time. Years ago, tramps lived in the woods favoring the Abbot's Lee End and avoiding the Lee Woods Park because of its evil reputation. It was said that loud screams could be heard in the night. Wildman is seen eating meat in Often Woods, England August 2015, a man was surprised by a monkey-like animal he says came out of the woods in the county of Suffolk. Barry St. Edmund's resident Jeff Knight says he was looking for big cat signs in the Often Woods, near Stowmarket, when the creature appeared on August 14. I have seen one big cat and several pug marks around here too, whilst out searching for evidence of large cats Jeff began hearing primate vocalizations and crashing sounds coming from the thick vegetation. I heard it as clear as day. A monkey going wow wow. Over and over then I turned and saw it. Mr. Knight reports that he saw an animal matching the physical features of a gorilla mixed with the general shape of a man. It was a similar color to a chimp, he explained. It walked fast with its legs like ours and not like a chimp would walk. It knocked branches aside as it went along with its arms. They looked to be at least a third longer. It was probably 5-8 inches tall. The creature, he says, then disappeared back into the woods. I became very panicky. Now I am 20 stone and pretty fearless but I just needed to go. Knight says he is very confused with what he saw but that he is sure about what it looked like, although he is reluctant to call it a shug monkey. I keep running things through my head. This is England, not the Pacific Northwest. The only other answer would be an escaped bipedal, an ape, monkey or gibbon, but it didn't look like any of them, he explains, Mr. Knight's added that he also wondered if it could be a man-made hybrid ape, I have worked in those woods for many years, though not now sadly, anyway back then I was working as usual. It was a Friday and the job that day was to cut a ride, or path and coppice the trees. I had gone up through the woods just working as normal, and a feeling came over me very strongly that I wasn't alone. Now I am 20 stone and pretty fearless but I just lost it, and I can't explain why? Something came over me and I just totally lost my nerves, I decided to head out of the woods and headed for the clearing, as I went along I heard as plain as day a monkey go whoop whoop. I turned to look in the direction the noise came from and as I did I heard an almighty crashing and saw clearly a two-legged thing hurtling along really fast. What I saw was something about 80 feet away go across a trail at speed, it used its long arms to knock aside the trees, and was just barging through making a hell of a racket. All I can say is it was just like a chimp in color but more like a gorilla in build, but the general shape of man, I just couldn't work out, what it could be. 
I would estimate it to be somewhere in the range of 5 apostrophe 7 5 apostrophe 8 in height, broad across the chest and shoulders, and with arms at least a third longer than mine. This thing moved like we move, fluid not bow-legged like a chimp. I still have no idea what I saw. No clue, just a dark upright cross between a monkey and a human moving at speed across the path. Even now after this time I still feel very confused, I believe in Bigfoot and the woodwows and shug monkeys of myth, but seeing one is very surreal, it's like I was watching it play out in front of me as if I was watching it on a film, but it was real right in front, well to my right of me. I can't describe the feeling of seeing one I am very confused. The Wild Leafman of Sussex 1984 I've always been intrigued by creepy stories and their power to embed themselves into a local community. Growing up in the 80s I was obsessed with tales concerning local bogeyman and one such yarn which often spooked me was known as the Leafman. Such a monster was said to haunt an undisclosed section of woodland not far from Hailsham although reports of the creature seem mostly vague. However, one eyewitness told me a few years ago the following story, I had been with three friends at the time, it must have been around 1984 during a time when it was normal for us kids to be out playing in the woods as long as we were home by a certain time. I think at the time we were playing not far from what people know as Folkington Wood, it was around dusk and we were all lighting a campfire when suddenly, from the shadows and like in all good horror films, we heard the snap of a twig. We all sensed that we were being watched but as teenagers we were brazen and goaded what was lurking the bushes to come out and fight. We all armed ourselves with sticks and stones only to have our eyes met by a horrifying sight. Out from the shadows came a tall, spindly figure but which seemed to be covered in hair which in turn was matted with leaves. The creature gave off a horrid stench and through its entangled hair we could see two burning eyes. As I'm sure you can imagine we were all terrified and so we fled, never once looking behind us to see if the monster was in pursuit. Of course, no one believed our story but as we got older, and most of us except one remained friends, we often spoke about the creature we named the Leaf Man. People often ask were we the victims of a hoax? Memories can be hazy, but this thing seemed real and more than just a man in a suit. Oddly, I have another report of a so-called leaf man but from Kent, and again it involved a group of youths playing in an area and encountering such a manifestation. Some believed however that the creature was in fact a ghost of a soldier adorned in camouflage enabling him in life to conceal himself amongst the foliage. A 15 Hibaldsto 8 feet black figure moving off into the reeds. Was it a British Bigfoot question mark I would like to report a sighting that happened only yesterday June 18, 2018. It was between 1.30pm and 2pm myself and my partner were traveling on the A15 heading towards Lincoln. There's a lay-by on the road which is roughly a mile or so from the Hibaldsto turnoff. And as we were driving we saw an upright moving figure as we were moving along the road. We saw him about 20 foot past the lay-by. He was upright on two legs, all black in color and heading away from the road, he was moving through the reed grasses and on into the bushes where we lost sight of him. I realize it was broad daylight and there was other traffic on the road, so this should not have happened. It wasn't a dark lonely road at night or in the middle of a vast forest, which is how I've been trying to debunk it to myself, but nevertheless I can't talk myself out of what I saw yesterday. It might seem impossible to some but I am certain of what I saw and so is my partner. I asked the witness to describe what she saw before we chatted so I did not influence her in any way which is something I do with all the people that contact me. I say him because his energy was male, at the risk of sounding like a crazy person, I see aura and feel energies amongst other things. His energy continued to intrude in my thoughts for the rest of the day, he knew someone had seen him and he was worried. As for a description he was around 8 to 9 feet feet tall, and a dead black color all over. One other thing to note, I have a dashcam in the car so check the footage in the hopes we had caught him walking away, and there's a 4 hours gap. My dashcam records anything out of the ordinary, 
E, heavier than normal braking and even when the engine's off and stationary the sensor picks up anything close to the vehicle, randomly recording at 5 minutes intervals. The last recording was at 12.03 just before we set off for the A15 and then nothing until I used the car again around 4pm that night. Leslie Cleve Wildman, Witness Report, Wisman's Woods on Dartmoor is a very nice place scenic and wild. Many years ago I learned that Dartmoor was originally covered in miniature oaks, which led me to research the area itself and any folklore associated with this area of the UK. As an avid fan of the unknown I started looking and researching and visiting as often as I could, on many camping trips there is a young one I used to find strange structures made from rocks and wood e.g., a design like a mounding grave, lean-tos and also trees bent into form a X-shape. I have also been and looked around the caves in and around Wisman's Wood but I did not stay in them for very long as it felt like I was being watched when I was in them. Later in life I started to think about these things that happened when I was young and I read reports on forums and webpages about wild men living on the moorland, Bigfoot. Many people think of me and others that research this subject and the people who have had encounters as raving mad. As a child and teenager I have had many dealings with strange going on and the paranormal on Dartmoor, things I cannot explain away easily, being watched and the feeling of something being near. Dartmoor is a very wild place and could hold more than big cats that people see up on the moor, you never know what or who is out there. The wood is also said to be the kennels where the diabolical wished hounds are kept. These are a pack of fearful hellhounds who hunt across the moors at night in search of lost souls and unwary travelers. It is said that they are huge black dogs with blood-red eyes, huge yellow fangs and an insatiable hunger for human flesh and souls. Strange ghostly howls and screams are also reported by visitors to the moor. Mullivane Wildman citing December 17th, Witness Account July 12, 2015. I have been hiking since 2004 mostly alone and all over Ireland. In December 2015 I was in a very remote and isolated area of the Sparrens. I had walked to three hilltops surrounded by dense forest and was heading back up a hill towards a tree line to my car when I seen something very tall and large moving faster behind me 1km away. It was walking heading down the hill towards me on a route I had just taken. I am not easily spooked but I did not hang about as I am of the opinion if it wanted to, it could have caught up with me easy. I have pondered this for a while now but I have not a clue what it was to this day, as I see people on the hills and mountains at various distances. But this was taller than a 6 feet person at the distance I seen it. 8 feet plus is my guess. As I didn't have a gun only hiking poles I was not about to wait and find out. My hiking bag now has binoculars added. I would be interested to know if anyone has encountered anything strange in and around the Sparrens mountain range. I have my walk recorded on a GPS unit. I walk all year in all weather from good to zero visibility and I am well used to seeing everything appearing out of the mist. But on this walk I had great visibility and I know about the optical illusions and what lone trees can give when walking. I don't know what I seen as I see deer and quad bikes on the mountains regularly along with hikers, dogs and runners depending where I walk. All I can say the thing I seen for one of a better word was out in the open following a fence down a hill I had just left in the same direction and it was moving fast and was on two legs and foot plus easy in height. I am not one for seeing things but this was huge and spooked me big time. I am now going to carry a monocular when hiking as it's handy to put in the pocket. Even at my age, middle 50s, I have only ever seen three badgers in Ireland. So I certainly don't rule anything out in life. As most wild creatures are very cautious and secretive and rarely seen. I would like to see camera traps being set. I know there were camouflaged hunters in the area which I saw and found strange, but when I went hiking they left the area. I did see them with a map out which I thought was highly unusual as local hunters of game know their area and don't carry maps. 
The area I walk in was wet but no river with some very marshy ground on my first hill near my starting point up past two forests. The hill is known as Carnally West Top and is 505 meters high. The big thing was coming towards me as I left Carnally West Top and was walking towards Mullabane Summit. That's all I can tell you. I actually waited at my car for it coming over the top of Mullabane as I exited over this summit and turned left heading west to my car parked on a very minor road. Nothing appeared. Not something I wish to repeat again. To date, I have walked nearly 300 different mountains in Ireland alone from one end of the country to the other, so I see a lot of great views and sometimes nothing, but this was totally different. Having walked nearly 50 of the 100 highest in the country. To date, I have walked nearly 300 different mountains in Ireland alone from one end of the country to the other, so I see a lot of great views and sometimes nothing, but this was totally different. Having walked nearly 50 of the 100 highest in the country. The Drumochter Pass. Two wild men jumping the road barrier 2014, a motorist who was driving northbound on the A9 through the Drumochter Pass when two individuals he could not make out crossed the road in front of him. He described the two figures as one very large figure which was approximately seven and a half feet tall and the other approximately two feet smaller. They both jumped the barrier and disappeared out of sight. The driver thinks he was traveling at 45 to 50 miles per hour. He described them both as large and covered in brown hair. The time of sighting was approximately 2 a.m. Two creatures hunting on the road to Tainel 2016, witness report, I would like to report an incident that happened to me in Argyle, Scotland which is one of my favorite places to be. It happened down one of the single track roads that runs between Tainelt and Alavich. There is a small road that runs along the side of Loch Awe. There are miles and miles of forestry tracks that you can walk along. It is a good place to be if you want solitude and to be away from the hustle and bustle. You can walk for hours with bumping into anyone, there are tracks and trails crisscrossing the area. It is a short walk from Loch Edith and Loch Awe and has multiple places to go off track and just enjoy the time out in nature. Although I do question walking alone after seeing what I can only describe as a hunting party of two, out there on the road that night, something I will never forget. It happened around 1am in March 2016. I was driving back from a friend's house after an evening of visiting. I was sober and in good spirits. I was alone in the car and at this point I was driving through the older parts of the forest. I noticed a movement luckily as I was driving. Without warning suddenly from my left hand side I was startled by a deer running across the road. It was running as fast as it could, in flight. I didn't have time to think what was chasing it. I looked back to see what had spooked the deer and it was being followed by a large man-like creature. He was wild looking and really tall and very hairy. He was running, moving at a fast pace, it slash he took one long stride to cross the road in front of my car. Without thinking I slammed on the brakes and stopped. My eyes were fixed on the running man. You see the thing was, as soon as I hit the brakes and turned to look where the wild man and the deer had come out of the trees. Off to my left I saw what looked like another one, this figure was smaller, younger, not so big and muscled, but a wild man type thing all the same. It wasn't looking at me but looking towards where the bigger wild one had ran into the trees. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. To this day I still question what I saw that night. I did get a good look at both of them, the moon was out, it was a clear and crisp night, it's not like I could have mistaken them for something else, they looked like two wild men hunting. The first one that crossed over the road after the deer was at a height of I guess 8 foot tall, he had hair all over his body and he was naked. It was hard to tell the color exactly at night but it was dark colored hair just like the smaller one. It wasn't a huge road, but even so its stride must have been at least 6 feet to cover the distance in one leap like that. The way it moved was startling to me, it was fluid and fast. The one on the hill looked smaller and younger and the eyes were strange, 
The smaller one looked back at me with reflecting slash glowing eyes like a dog's eyes in the dark. The smaller wild one did not follow the larger man, but it backed into the darkness of the trees and I started to drive off as it gave me quite a fright. The Dundonald Red-Eyed Wildman 1994, Josephine Aldridge from England says she will never go up the hill again as long as she lives. She had recently been spending a little time in Kilmarnock, summer 1994, and for a day out decided to visit Dundonald Castle. While walking on the hill her two Labradors suddenly went berserk, running around in circles growling and snapping at the air before finally slinking to the ground as far as they could go with their tails tucked beneath them, crawling backwards in obvious terror. Then Josephine saw, this huge creature which appeared some distance to the side of her. She had not noticed it before and she assures us that if it had been there earlier she would most certainly have seen it. It did not seem to be solid as Josephine could see the grass of the hill through its body, but it was covered in, longish, charcoal-colored hair. It made no indentations in the grass, and Josephine on reflection thought it ghost-like. The thing that struck the most terror was its eyes, two long slits which glowed a bright red. It had two holes where the nose should have been, very thick lips. In fact it was not dissimilar to a gorilla in shape, although it stood well over ten feet tall on two legs. When confronted by the strange sight Josephine began to pray, the creature after a few moments slowly faded out of sight, but the dog's attitude never changed and the Englishwoman felt sure that the monster was still around. Josephine left Dundonald Hill in a hurry, not too far behind her whimpering dogs. Canuck Chase Wildman August 2015, Witness Report, I live near the Canuck Chase area I had a real encounter with something strange. I was walking through the chase with my family and they stopped and had something to eat, so I went for a little explore on my own and as I came up by an area where there were lots of down trees, I saw something really strange, out the corner of my eye I saw something that looked like a person in a Chewbacca costume from Star Wars, he was just really bulky and big, whatever it was it stood still like it had been frozen in time, so I shouted in a friendly voice what are you doing in a costume out here, are you stupid? The subject was about 250-300 feet away from me at this point, and as I shouted the subject turned around and let off this growl that was like a lion's roar but from inside its body. I stood frozen thinking it isn't a person in a suite. And as it turned its leg and went to move, the back muscles expanded like a bodybuilder and it began to run away, it wasn't coming to me, but running in the opposite direction? Whatever this thing was it had patches of hair or fur missing on its back and right leg. I didn't want to chase it, it was huge and now thinking back on it, I know it's his home not mine and it didn't do anything to hurt me. That day when it ran off and as it got just out of sight I heard a big crash, this subject pushed a tree over like it was nothing. I still can't believe what I saw, it was a dark color, like a brown but when the sun hit it there was like a reddish brown color to it, you could see the muscles expanding when it moved, it had patches of hair missing like it had been caught on barbed wire or attacked in some way? But I don't know what would attack something that big? I was close enough to notice it had hair on top of hands and the skin was like a grey slash white color. It moved in a weird way, when it turned to look at me, it moved its head and shoulder at the same time, like it couldn't turn its head without turning its body somehow. I wasn't going to tell anyone but it was just there in my mind, thinking if I told anyone I would be put in a loony bin. How do I tell people about this and the fact the subject growled and grunted as it walked, away I'll never forget the sound it made. Wildman sighting summer 80s. Canuck Chase, witness report, I was over Canuck Chase with a girlfriend about 25 years ago on a warm summer's night when she noticed something in the tree line watching us. And honestly when I looked, it looked like a large man in a fur coat standing in the trees watching us when I turned on the car lights it ran deeper into the trees. He was very big and it did look as though he was sloughed over as well, leaning forward, the side of him as I saw him through the trees looked like a bodybuilder. I didn't hear anything on the night, 
strange that not even when he moved through the trees. I never knew there were strange things happening over the chase until one of my friends mentioned it about a year ago. This happened to me close to the German cemetery at Kanek. Weirdale Forest Wildman 2011, I received this sighting from a lady named Kate. See she is a founding member of a paranormal group in the north of England and it was on chatting with her about her experiences that she suddenly looked at me and said oh that might explain a few things then she proceeded to tell me this next encounter. Sept 2011 the group were planning a four-night stay in the Weirdale Forest, commonly known as Kilhope Woods, due to the nearby Kilhope Mine. These areas are both classed as haunted and many local tales tell of a screaming woman and tall dark figures that haunt the woodlands there. So the team set off with tech and equipment on a paranormal ghost hunt which would last for a couple of nights, the usual setup was one person would be left at base camp and the others would stay together in a group. On the first night the group heard one single loud knock off to the west of them, hoping for ghostly interaction they asked the usual questions but received no more knocks or any unusual activity for the rest of the night. They settled into bed. After about an hour or so they heard a blood-freezing scream coming from deep in the woods. The whole group got up and looked around but didn't see anything unusual. There were no other people in the woodlands and the night was silent. The next night the team went out and started an EVP session and again received nothing, they decided to investigate the area where the knock and scream had come from on the first night of the investigation. And after a long walk they reached the area and they once again knocked on a nearby stump loudly. To their shock and delight the entire group heard a reply in the distance off to the north of their position. They were all happy about this and so they knocked again and received a knock to the south, this continued from all corners, each knock being answered by further knocking coming closer and closer to them. The knocks were encircling them. It was at that point one gentleman pointed out they were being surrounded and really should move off. Realizing they were then encircled by the knocking that was coming from all around them, on all sides. The noise got closer and closer as they huddled together in one group. They then remembered there was one man back at base camp alone so they hurried back as quickly as they could. They were all terrified and by 2am they were ready to leave. In agreement they all packed up and got ready to leave. But the knocking did not stop, they were plagued by it, the knocking was coming from around them in the trees, at this point the group leader who was out front, turned white-faced. He went in to say he had just seen a tall, wide, dark hairy human shape walking off into the wood in front of the group. The knocks continued as they packed up and left. The team leader said only that what he saw resembled a man but was far too large and much too quick, so it must have been a spirit of some kind? Since then I have spoken to a number of paranormal groups or investigators who have shared with me their experiences of dark running figures, or shadow figures using the trees to hide themselves. There are many camps that are disturbed or many a tent smashed up. They report running feet close behind them in the dark, stone and pine cones being thrown from within the trees. Whistles and screams, howls and whoops all filed away as ghosts and spirits. I know some rebuilders and pagans who drum within the woods or hold ceremonies only to be joined by something moving around outside the firelight of camp, or scurrying around in the bushes low to the ground, many of them also report strange eyeshine watching them from the bushes. Stanley Wildman. Stanley, 1974, witness name, Karen Houghton, on a warm summer's day in 1974 between the time of 12.00 and 16.00 in the area called Tanfield Lee not too far from the town of Stanley County Durham, the witness Karen Houghton who was aged between 5 and 7 years old at the time witnessed what she has come to term as a monkey man who was perched up in a tree. Under which she and her older friends who were two older girls aged about 13 years old were playing. 
Karen remembers playing in an open area inside a wooded area of Tanfield Lee and for some reason looked up into the tree to see what has become to her a very vivid memory of what she terms as an ape man or monkey man perched high up in the tree holding what she thought could be a knife or some other object in one of its hands. In a panic Karen pointed up into the tree to show her two friends but they were unable to see anything up there and told her so. This scared Karen and she ran from the woods in a panic and crying followed by her friends trying to catch her up and calm her down. The two older girls insisted that there was no one up in the tree branches which only made things worse for Karen who had hoped that the two girls would say it was just a local boy playing a prank on them which they did not. I could see him just as clearly as he could see me. He wasn't like a Bigfoot or what I'd imagine they would look like, but he wasn't like a normal human man either. I know for sure I definitely saw him that day and it frightened me to think the girls that I was with couldn't see him and that there is no explanation of who or what he was. Karen describes the ape man slash monkey man as being about man-sized and around young adult age, naked with long bushy dark hair covering his body. Karen supplied a picture of what she could find to be closest to resembling the ape man slash monkey man that she had seen that day. Illustration by Warren Port The Undercliff Caveman Sighting A mystery caveman has been spotted in the woods along the coastal path. He was snapped by holidaymaker Nuala Hamilton from the Mull of Kintyre. Ms. Hamilton, 43, had traveled to Lyme Regis on holiday with a friend and her greyhound Judy to look for fossils. The group had gone to the Undercliff area between Beer and Seton because they had been told that it was like walking through a rainforest when the incident occurred. Ms. Hamilton said, It was a very weird experience but I didn't feel threatened or scared at all. Judy had run on ahead and normally greyhounds are very placid and don't bark but she let out a high-pitched bark, like she had been startled. We went to see what had happened and saw this man. I had my camera in my hand ready and just took the picture. When I first saw him it looked like he was doing Tia Chi but I don't know. She added, it looked like he had deliberately dressed up like a caveman. He definitely seemed to know what he was doing. The man then disappeared into the undergrowth. Ms. Hamilton said, I just thought he was a hippie type in the woods but I would love to know if anyone else has seen him. I didn't get any bad vibes or feel vulnerable. He was just minding his own business. We started this article with the tale of the Wildman of Orford. Kept in chains and brought out to entertain the noble men and women of Orford. In our next report we hear from a doctor at the Dartmoor Hospital who was in the unfortunate position of sedating a wild man brought in from the moor in 1948. Reported to Jonathan Downs who worked alongside the doctor at the Royal Western Counties Hospital, Devonshire, in 1982. According to the doctor, he had been on duty one morning in the winter of 1948 when he received several unusual telephone calls from local officials. All the officials informed him that a highly dangerous patient, who had been captured on the wilds of Dartmoor, would be brought to the hospital within the hour. The patient would require specialist care in an isolated room. Within 45 minutes a police van arrived at the hospital and backed up to a side door. Seven policemen jumped out of the vehicle while simultaneously trying to hang on to and control what the doctor said resembled a hair-covered caveman. The policemen dragged the creature along the hospital corridors and into the already prepared isolation room. The door was quickly slammed shut behind it. The beast stood slightly over six feet in height and was completely naked, with a heavy brow, a wide nose, and very muscular arms and legs. In addition it was covered with an excessive amount of body hair that enveloped its whole body apart from the palms of its hands, the soles of its feet, and its face, and had a head of long, matted hair. Over the course of the next three days, telephone calls bombarded the hospital from the police, the Lord Lieutenant of the County, and the Home Office in London. Then came the news that the man-beast was being transferred to a secure location in London for examination. Again late at night, the caveman-like beast was removed from the hospital by the same group of policemen. 
This time, however, they succeeded in holding the thing down long enough for it to be heavily sedated by the doctor, whereupon it was tied with powerful straps to a stretcher and loaded again into a police wagon with an unidentified doctor in attendance for the journey that lay ahead. Less than 20 minutes after they had arrived, the police departed into the night and the creature was gone forever. Strangely many years later a prisoner staying at Her Majesty's Pleasure in Dartmoor Prison saw a wild hairy man catch a bird and eat it when he was watching the moor one evening. A prisoner at Dartmoor Jail sees a wild hairy man killing a bird, In 2016 I received an email from a gentleman whose brother was in prison, he was housed in Dartmoor Jail, and his cell looked out onto the B3357 road that was close to the prison itself and has a small wooded area adjacent to it. Dartmoor still has a misplaced reputation for being a high-security prison that is escape-proof. Now it is merely a Category C prison, Dartmoor houses mainly non-violent offenders and white-collar criminals. The gent that contacted me went on to explain that his brother was in prison and was almost finished with his sentence, he had received a number of home leaves and on the one this previous weekend, January 2016, had seemed even more reluctant to return than he had on the other day releases. As you can imagine this poor man's mind filled with all the horrors being in prison can bring and he gently coaxed his brother into revealing what the problem was. Expecting to hear about a violent attack or bullying by other prisoners he couldn't quite believe what his brother told him. He brother went on to explain that from his cell he can see two small wooded areas and out over the moors, which in a sense had enabled him to really appreciate the beauty out there and he would watch the woods constantly for something to do at first, but then as he learnt the habits of the birds and woodland animals he would eventually come to revel in watching the wildlife died even in the autumn and winter there had been lots going on out there to keep him occupied. On the previous Saturday night before the gents home leave the following Friday he was watching the woods after lights out and waiting for the bats and owls to start their day he suddenly noticed a strange dark figure hugging the tree line. He thought at first it was another prisoner who had struck lucky and managed a few hours of escapism out there or was setting out to retrieve a parcel left by somebody to be smuggled in at the most opportune time. Thinking that time had come, he watched with a smile wondering how the inmate was going to get back in. Being caught breaking into the prison would make for a funny write-up when they took him before the governor. As he watched this dark human-shaped figure move up and down through the wood he realized the person was looking up into the tree branches and not down on the floor as you would expect. As the clouds shifted the figure was suddenly illuminated by the moon and the prisoner looking for contraband looked like a wild hairy man who was really thick and muscle-bound. As he watched the figure picked up a stick from the ground beside him, he hurled it into the tree. The man watched as a small animal or bird fell down from above and was quickly pushed into the mouth of the naked hairy prisoner. As you can imagine the gent was horrified at this scene and blinked and adjusted his eyes as quickly as possible but the figure was gone. He watched those woods all night in case the figure returned and did so every day until he got a slight reprieve when he came home to us this Friday. Taking him back was one of the hardest things I have ever had to do. Thankfully he only has three weeks left but I bet he will watch that wood every night until then. Bob H. Until next time, Deb. Become a patron.